Hey, I'm Jackie Rogers, and this is the Weird Smart Podcast. This is a show about how one marketing agency blends crazy ideas with clever strategies to give businesses a truly unique edge. From local businesses to startups and beyond, you'll get a firsthand glimpse at how the Ware Stewart team approaches branding, marketing, strategy, and more. Let's get after it. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Weird Smart Podcast. This is a show about how to tap into your brand's individuality to help your business distinguish itself from the competition. I'm your host, Jackie Rogers, and I'm the social media strategist here at Ware Stewart. Our guest today is Amanda Ferguson, or Froof, as we like to call her. Mm-hmm. I've invited her here today to talk to us about how to incorporate video marketing into your overall brand strategy, which I'm very excited about today. Um, Froof, thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. You're welcome. It's going to be great. It is. It is. Already is. <laughs> it is. It's been a lot of fun. We're <laughs> five minutes late today because we were just catching up. We don't get to hang out often. We don't. And also, our microphones try to attack us. Um, we won't get into details, but it was dramatic. It was. You're okay, though. But we won. <laughs> we did. We sh- Woman over technology. We showed these microphones <laughs> who's boss, didn't we? So proud of us. Yes. All right. I'm going to dive into the first question here. Yeah. Very choppy transition. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, it was like, you might as well. Might as well. So, <laughs> after that. Proof. <laughs> yes. Big question here. Oof, okay. How important would you say video marketing is for any business? Well, I would um, say it's super important. In fact, I would go as far to say that it is essential. Can you please elaborate? Yeah, no problem. Um, I think with the advent of social media, um, there's been a substantial impact on human behavior, but ultimately on psychology as well. Mm. Good or bad, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, and, and because of this, the marketing game has changed completely since when, when did Instagram come out? Oh, gosh. Don't try to age me. I was there when it happened. I was but. there when it happened. <laughs> and yeah, I'm aging myself. We're cutting this out. We're, We're going to cut this out. No one needs to know how old we are. Well, anyways. Well, anyways. So because of social media, yeah, marketing's been um, shifted completely to how it used to be back in the day. And I think because of that, video content is now literally everywhere and unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's all kinds of different... There are still, like, advertisements that you see on streaming services. Not as much as, you know, you know, like yeah. when you and I were growing up, we had to deal with cable. You remember that? I do remember that. Oh, my God. MTV. It was forbidden. But. I watched it anyways. We would stay up late to watch those. There, there's these things called music videos, kids, and mm-hmm. they were pretty cool. You used to have to wait. At a certain time, you would have to check your TV guide. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Pulling out the TV guide, seeing what time these shows would start, <laughs> yeah. and then plan out like what you were going to do on those commercial breaks. Yeah, and you're just like, that's when I go pop popcorn, or that's when I do a pee break. But you weren't going to go check your phone. There was that didn't exist, or you would Mm-mm. call your friend. I remember calling a friend of mine. Her name was Amber. Between commercial breaks, we would be like, okay, I'll call you in the next one. We would talk about what we just watched. Mm-hmm. It was our version of live tweeting. 
Yeah, but now it's just like those advertisements are so much faster. And I think you're right. It's because of social media that we have to like, it has to be, and it's so different too. It's not always like the hard sell. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like a storyline that happens. Correct. You've got to have a Mm storyline. We can talk about that in a little bit. But with that being said, I do think also like any business in any market ever in the world or universe needs to have video (laughs) marketing. That's fair. To some extent. Yeah, to some extent. And again, we'll, we'll get into this more, but I like where this is going because like with video marketing, it's not just like one piece of content that you end up creating. Never. It's many. Correct. And it's now it's to the point where it's like consumers not only are used to video content, but it is also like expected now. It's true. It's absolutely changed. I would say even in the last like five years, how consumers prefer getting information. Yeah. Well, I think also since, okay, back to the social media thing again, Mm -hmm. brands are no longer really in charge of their brand. Like it is now, it is up to the masses who consume that brand on how that brand is branded. Exactly. I'm going to say brand one more time. (laughs) That's totally fine. No, but that's a really good point. You know, your brand, um, like the brand voice, the brand story and what your brand means, it really is defined and shared by your users. And that's why user generated content is so valuable. It's incredibly valuable. They come up with great ideas too. You're like, damn. They are clever. We're all smart. We're all smart people, but there's some really smart people out there too, thank God. That, yeah, exactly. And it makes it more fun. <laughs> it is. More fun, mo, mo better, is I think mo, what they say. Mo fun, mo better. <laughs> Can we hashtag that? Philo- it's hashtag now. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, I do have another question for you. Yeah. So video marketing. I feel like p- most businesses um, are a little scared of it because they think it's too expensive. Yeah. Do you think video marketing is terribly expensive? What are what are some of those cost factors in um, video production? Well, not nah, girl. Any, it doesn't have to be that expensive. It can be whatever you need it to, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to keep hearkening on this as an elder millennial, but because of social media now, it, it can cost nothing, really. It can cost a lot. You can put a phone on the moon and that'll cost you a lot of money or you can bust out your iPhone right here and now and do a story and then next thing you know that's like some video content and it's over it really just depends on the budget you set aside or what you're comfortable with spending mm-hmm. and we're you know at an agency we're happy to make those recommendations but it is kind of like throwing spaghetti noodles in a wall and seeing what's going to stick and that's kind of how the creative mind works, too. Like, we just need some roles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those parameters can come in form of budget. Yeah. You're like, hey, we really only have this to spend. We're comfortable with this. We're like, perfect. We'll come up with an idea that's appropriate. Like, you just have to be – we're, we're good shepherds of our clients' money. Yeah. And we – because, I mean, it's hard-earned. And, frankly, we don't like wasting our own money. Why would we waste somebody else's? That ain't right. No. So it could just – it depends on what the idea is and what – the budget really needs to be, which is why it's important to have that dollar amount kind of set aside or a range even. And you figure it out from there. We just work together and say, okay, you've got X amount. Well, cool. Let's uh, try something different. Yeah. And there's always different things that you can try too, whether it's like, you know, one video or 10 videos or something that you want evergreen or something that you just want for a promotion. Yeah. Um, And I like what you said about like being able to just use your phone versus, you know, an entire video production team. Um, it makes even, a big difference. I mean, yeah, and even now you can just grab a GoPro for a couple hundred bucks and just make magic happen. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there are there are plenty of hard costs associated with a typical production. Obviously, like talent, equipment, 
things like that. But there are also things that I consider, and they're I guess they're called soft costs, mm-hmm. or maybe I just made that up. Someone tell me. Um, but that's like your time. So you can spend forever on a shoot. You spend forever editing a shoot. You can make mm-hmm. twelve hundred different versions of one thing if you wanted to. But the point is, you need to know what your time is valued. Um, not just you as like me as a producer on a set or you as a social media person or anybody that's on set. You just got to think about the client's time too mm-hmm. and when something needs to deploy and what the value is in that. If you do it super quick, great, fantastic. You can go about your life and move on to the next thing. Or if you take a little too long on it, you say, well, let me think about why that is and how we can fix it for the next round. I mean, that's just one of those things that I don't think a lot of people consider value of time mm-hmm. when it comes to production. Yeah, exactly. And then you want to think about the value that the video is going to actually bring. Yeah, no doubt. You know, um, and sometimes that can be really hard to conceptualize or really understand. (laughs) Um, And like sometimes you do have to just test stories and see what resonates with the audience if you don't really understand what they want. Um, So there are different things that go into it, but it's that's why it's so helpful to just like have somebody to talk with and work through it to make it the best it can be the first go. Yeah, partnerships. Mm-hmm. It's important. Talking about things are important, too. I mean, obviously, communication is key. But you have to be able to fail, and you have to be able to say, well, so we have many audiences. Who Who's the one that's going to re- – this this idea will resonate with the most. And, like, just do – I just – the efficiency queen in me hates time waste. And so mm-hmm. I, like, well, let's, let's make it. Let's get it right. It's a shot in the dark, maybe, but let's shoot straight. Exactly. And maybe there's a – like ways to repurpose it later, which we will talk we about will later. We definitely talk about We're going to get into that we're, for sure. We are getting ahead of ourselves. I'm and loving where this so is excited. going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Proof. Yes. My next question for you. I'm ready. What, in your professional opinion, are the types of content you should consider for video marketing or any you know business should consider for video marketing? Okay. Well, here's the thing. There's, I'm going to get a little philosophical. I love it. I think you need to go for quality content over quantity when it comes to content creation, um, particularly for video. Um, just because I think there's been this sort of gamification of content marketing metrics that seem to sometimes reward like constant content. Um, not to say there isn't potential like to gain momentum, but momentum can only get lost if you like inundate your audience too. Like I, I eventually get just like blitzkrieg with stuff. I don't even remember what I looked at because it's just like so much my brain is absorbing at once. I don't know if that says anything about my brain, but mm-hmm. that's how I feel sometimes. I'm going to pause you real quick because I just thought of a really good example of this. Yeah, okay. Sorry if I threw you off. I love it. But so like a real life exp- um, uh, example of this right now are Instagram reels. Oh, man. So Instagram reels are you know, they're preferred by the platform right now to get you a wider audience, but the insights are non-existent. The only metrics that you get right now are likes and comments and how many times someone's seen your video, but there's like no clear information about who your audience is. So the platform wants you to do at least four reels a week, at least on top of your regular content. But it's like, how do you know that that reel is bringing in somebody to your business? And as a social media strategist, I like to know these things and I test things. Yes, I make reels because they're really fun. They are fun. They're yeah. really fun. And they're cute. Yeah. And, you know, every now and then I'll get some new followers or whatever. Um, but if it's not something that is actually bringing in business mm. or anything like that, like I don't want to spend too much time on it. So sure, that's my, that's my cynicism. That's great. It makes sense because you also don't want to like – 
it comes down to time. Exactly. The cost of time. Are you just like churning out reels because you think that's going to happen? You can absolutely do that. But the long game is more important. Exactly. And that's what video marketing is supposed to be great for is the long game. Yeah, you've got to be pretty deliberate. You've got to be smart, of course. But th- from there, you just like plant seeds slowly over time. And I think, too, it's more it's more content that I'm drawn to is ones with story behind them. Exactly. Which is what we touched on earlier. Um, without a good story, like it just, everything feels a little arbitrary. You don't really stand out and it's, it's seemingly meaningless. I feel like human beings are drawn to stories because like back in our cave days, you had to communicate and tell a story for survival. I mean, that's just how things went down. So we are prone to listen to a story more so than like look at a static image and then let's like move on with our day stories Mm -hmm. are in in tribal they're in us and that's just how you get people to pay more attention is because they already are they want to exactly so you just gotta hook them girl love that hook them in they're ready for a story who doesn't love a good story who doesn't love a good story raise your hand if you like a good story me (laughs) i wish this was recorded so we could see that Jackie or raised the video, hand. yes. She raised you. her hand, guys. It's all good. But <laughs> all that to say, it does like a good story develops a lot of intrigue. And if it's good enough, it can definitely set your business, your brand apart. And eventually, a consumer's going to be locked in. And you're just like, I got to know what's happening next, which is why I watched some shows for far too long, like Lost. I'm not proud, but I watched it to the end. <laughs> I still talk about Bless it. Bless you. I know. I can't, get, I can't get that time back. But it's okay. It's lost. It is lost. No pun intended. Breaking Bad made up for it, though, so all good. (laughs) Sweet. I keep doing it to myself, then. So not to ask the obvious question, but to ask the obvious question. Yeah. Can videos actually increase your sales? Well, I mean, videos can increase a lot of things. Sales probably, yes. Not just sales, though. You can get, out of anything, you can get overall awareness, engagement. You can increase company culture through videos. You're making mm-hmm. silly videos, like we're Stewart style, and it's just like, look how funny we are. We love each other. This is great. Ha, ha, ha. And you post it, and you get engagement with your community. It just propels your culture forward. Um, and then you also just can display your brand quality as well as control some perceptions too. So um, video content can really kind of level up many aspects of business because video can really, like I said, hook attention in more of an impactful way than other tactics. No diss on the other tactics, not to be a little bit of a snoot about it but like if you really think about it for video you're using more than one sense like you're using your eyes and your ears so you are required to pay more attention typically when video is happening and you don't want to miss out Mm -hmm. so you're in and it can increase sales sure but that's another metric where there's more to it than that it's a little more complicated yeah I guess that's good though right no that is good and I mean there's different ways that you can think about what a sale constitutes right like you were pointing to you know if you have a good um like company quality culture culture thank you wrong word same same. well I appreciate I appreciate the assist no problem (laughs) um a good company culture you've got good employees who continue to do good work who are continuously happy who are continuously serving your customers in the best possible way. And then trickle down effect, bada bing, bada boom. I mm-hmm. mean, video just touches all things. It's a, a ripple effect. So you just do one little drop and then next thing you know, there's a tsunami. Right. And I mean, like brand awareness, that attracts new customers that could potentially be sales down the road. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a one-time sale. It could be, you know, lifelong. Like I said, it's um, the long game, baby. Long game. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, proof. Yes. 
how many videos do you think should be made in any video marketing campaign? Well, if you're hiring Wear Stewart, at least five. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. You can Shameless name out. drop. You cut it out. You cut that out. I'm not oh. cutting out anything. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, well, great. Um, I honestly don't have an answer to that question. I wish I did. I, there's not really like a number. It again, it just depends on what's appropriate for what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the more the better. If you can create several, that doesn't mean you deploy them all at once. So you can, you know, kind of do things further down the line if it makes sense. But I think if you're doing a campaign, obviously one very big sexy one would work, but make sure it's something that you can we'll talk about this in a minute repurpose pieces of it or do cut downs or something to that Mm -hmm. effect just be like really efficient with one big sexy guy and then just kind of go from there yeah what do you think the life cycle is of like a really good video oh my gosh that's a great question um i would get oh man in 2021 the life cycle of a really good video you've got probably three months (laughs) Three months. Yeah, maybe. That's just in my world. There are some that, I mean, obviously viral videos are what they are and they're timeless and will last forever. Mm -hmm. But a campaign video, it's good for like a flash and then it just goes in the history books and then in an ad class in college, someone's going to talk about it and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, what was the one, the Apple commercial that came out in what was it 1984 or something and it was just like this big deal and it broke boundaries and it was super cool and innovative and that was a commercial spot doesn't run anymore but we're still talking about it because now it's like a historical thing Mm -hmm. and it's being like studied yeah but if you have just like one really good nike ad now you're just kind of like oh that was good it was a super bowl ad and that's the end until the next super bowl ad comes out and then it's you know Mm -hmm. it's cyclical so i would say non-super bowl wise maybe three months at the most a sexy video will last love it it's short life but it's a fun one it is video i think and i think it's important to you know stay relevant and memorable with those um and I mean, there's always, there may even be opportunities, which again, we're going to get into where you can reference back to those same ideas, those same concepts, those same Absolutely. videos. As make, them, make them, I wouldn't say built to last, but make them industrious. I like that. Built to last, but industrious. Yeah. Nothing lasts. Nothing. But you can. Not you, even this wall. N- no, it's brick and old, but it, it can get knocked down if it needed to. Trust me. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Um, so my next question for you. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, so I want to talk about my favorite topic, yeah. which we have touched on a few times now, which is repurposing. What are some of the best ways for businesses to repurpose their video content? Well, I think you have to start off with a concept that you know you could recycle a couple of things, uh, repurpose a couple of things. Okay. I apologize. I went off. You should I apologize. Off, for that was not right of me to do. But yeah, as efficiency is one of my love languages, and one of the ways to get to that is through doing things that can be repeatable or recyclable. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, you're making an animated video just to talk about a new product you have coming out, and it's 15 second pre roll. That's all good you're obviously going to have audio associated with that. And if you have the money for a buy for radio, you can just repurpose the audio for that animated pre-roll and use that for a radio spot. Mm -hmm. It's little things like that. Or if you just have 
a two-minute long explainer video. Perhaps there's opportunities within that to cut down to like 30s and 15s that talk about specific. I did it. I can't believe I did that. My mouth just like totally betrayed me. Your mouth definitely quit. Let me try this again. Specific. Thank you. Jeez, Ruth, get it together. Um, There could be portions in a longer video where there are specific cut downs that you can use for different audiences or something to that effect. But it's good to think about that as you're creating a big piece. Yeah, it's more like you plan you plan evergreen content for those repurposing opportunities. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you just? Yeah, why not find the chance? Why not do it? I mean, unless you're just bawling out of control and you're just ready to throw money away, just think through ways that you can repurpose pieces of content. I've done interviews where they're awesome. I'll talk to people for like an hour. I'm just chit-chatting away. And I'm just like, oh my God, we that is not at all what this video is about. And I've been having the best time and y'all are fantastic. And I'm mm-hmm. seeing personalities shine through and it's wonderful. So you're just, it's a, you don't want to waste. I hate waste. So there's opportunity maybe to create a like funny little series or in the very least you can just make cute little gifts of like people laughing or whatever. Do still frames of other things. So just like look for any reason to reuse whatever you can. Yeah. And I mean like if you take a look at a con- at your content strategy and I mean at, at first and foremost you need to have a solid content strategy so that way you can have like you know, you can reach your goals at the end. But when you have a good piece of content like that, that you enjoyed the personalities and there were good quotes, you're like, man, I really want to fit this in somewhere. Look at like where you're trying to raise awareness or, you know, build up your community or even drive people to other places like your website or your sales page or your calendar. There are ways where you can inject those kinds of conversations and plant them on your social media or in your emails or in your podcasts or on your YouTube. And like, no one says like when you make a piece of video, it needs to live in one spot. No, there are millions of places where you you do that to her. Exactly. Around the world. Well, that's what you do with this podcast, not to get too meta about it, but Mm -hmm. like we're recording this now. And then what happens? And then what happens actually is we make, you know, we'll make some social quote cards. We'll also do like an audio clip on social media. Um, It lives on probably 20 different directories right now. And there's Mm going to be a few more coming. Um, We do put it in the email and we actually share it with our partners who end up getting mentioned in the podcast. How about that? See? Everybody, we're eating, fam. Everybody, hold, please. Some. I'm not done. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me take a swig of my busy. Go ahead and also take a breath because it's going to be a minute. I'm ready. I also transcribe each of the episodes, so it's not just audio. We have written language, like it's just a blog post or it's just like short copy, um, but it's stuff that I can use. I planned it out for the next six months. Isn't that incredible. It is. And I, I mean, anybody can do this. And it's just with like really good quality content that you can share over and over again. Make it make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you know, we're 20 minutes into this interview right now, but oh. this is going to live forever. Oh, we'll find ways. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm sweating now. That's kind of wild. God. <laughs> live forever. Yes, that, that would be uh, delightful. That's the good thing about content. It can live forever. Mm-hmm. We unfortunately cannot. No, we can't. But I mean... But to your point, like, 
it, you know, we can't live forever, but like the things that we make, they can, they can go on and they can be revised and they can, you know, you can continue to build it up. And there are just different ways that you can use, not even just like video content, but like any content that you produce, Mm -hmm. you can always fit it into a campaign or an initiative or a goal and just continue to refine it. And that's the biggest thing with content. You have to be well, like you said earlier, you have to be willing to fail, but so that way you can test and try and grow. We have so much content in this world. It's insane. Yeah. You don't have to feel, so I, coming from the freelance world, I always dealt with people who were like, I don't want to look stupid when I go on social media. And I'd be like, friend, (laughs) everyone looks stupid on social media. We are all out here looking (laughs) dumb. (laughs) But it's fun. And it's great. That's why it's exciting. Exactly. And you just like, you know, you watch your numbers, you find the content that you like to produce, and you just kind of keep doing that. But you don't know until you like test and try and find your story. And once you find your story, guys, it just Lows. Yeah, it helps. And you'll know when you know. You know when you know. Um, geez. So I have one more question. Geez. This okay. is my last one. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, when should a business consider consider doing um, video marketing? I would really suggest it on any day that ends with why. Huh. I see what you did there. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, uh, right now, I, I, nothing's stopping you. Again, if you have no budget or some budget or all the budget, just consider video. It is... It's insane not to, as long as the internet's around, as long as social media's around, video is king or queen or the jester. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's important. You should consider it in whatever endeavors you're doing because, again, like I said, it's fantastic. It's the one. It's the hook. It's the way. Tell the story. (laughs) I'm rambling. This has been such a good conversation. I've really enjoyed this today. Oh, I thank you so much. Um, we'll have another podcast where we talk about pasta, but it's not today. That's for another day. Proof. Thanks for coming on today. Jackie, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. No problem. So for everyone who's listening today, thanks for tuning in. Um, we actually added a few links here where you can see a couple examples of video marketing that's done really well by Ware Stewart right here in this agency. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to us, but make sure you subscribe so that way you get the latest episodes. All right. That's all from us today. Thanks so much. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Have a good day. too. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Weird Smart Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel for the latest episodes and offerings and follow all that's happening at Weir Stewart. See you next time. Oh, 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 o